Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ladies and gentlemen, for the last time ever, it is the Great British Bake Off. I know. Oh, Emma, we've gone through, was it, eight weeks think of it eight weeks of a Tuesday night knowing what we're going to be up to what we're going to be doing and what we're going to want to eat as a person who has just finished the first season of their Bake Off can you round up your thoughts of Bake Off as a newbie I think as I said in the first ever episode we did of Mad Into It uh, back on the 23rd of September I think it was uh, I, I worried when the credits ran and the music played at the end of the first episode I was like shit I'm not sure I'm not sure if I'm going to love this. And my god, I really have just found a little place in my heart for it. What a wholesome show. Everything about them, you know. Mm. I just felt we're such a dynamic group and when the whole montage went back last night I went remember that person remember that person and then I went back and I was like hang on a second that was like eight weeks of our life you know we were just about to get into another lockdown again and I was kind of going oh this is grim but it kind of took everything you know every Tuesday night I felt I could turn off away from the world yeah absolutely and they never mentioned I don't think the c word once in any episode for the whole series which was just such a lovely breather whereas like you know, if you compare it, if someone else's a form of escapism is Car- Coronation Street or Fair City, who have all adapted to living with COVID um, as part of their filming. And you look at the likes of I'm a Celebrity, who couldn't go to Australia. Now they're doing their thing and it's going really well. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, you're reminded of COVID every time you watch I'm a Celebrity because they're not in Australia. Uh, whereas what I loved about this show was there wasn't a mention of it. The whole bubble thing worked. And like you said about the montage last night, the outpouring, which I will get to because some of the reaction, it really would like make, you know, a grown man cry um, and it people did. just having it such did. appreciation for um, the crew who went above and beyond to make sure that the show did happen safely and could go ahead safely and I know I was even reading up last night about how um, you know they, they went so far out of their way to change filming to just make sure everyone was safe and yeah what a what a joyous bubble I, I do you know what yeah I'm looking back at it now when I saw the final last night I was a bit like they're a bit weak they're a bit you know they weren't like I'm looking at previous ones and they were building Are you the, talking Champ- the finalists themselves? yeah the final the finalists themselves they were building like the Champs Elysees in the last couple of years and <laughs> <laughs> when I started them with, with their custards and poor El- can we talk about poor El Laura like yeah, you know what let's just just do it. Let's go through it step by step. Laura had a 
absolute nightmare. And as the last few weeks have gone, like usual, like it's just so typical Laura lately. I'm like, Laura, can you just get it together? The <laughs> she, threw, she had it thrown out by the first round. I just, there was part of me going, I think she's going to be okay before it started. I was like, I wonder, is this the curveball that 2020 is going to give us? And then the custard that came out of the oven was like literally diarrhea while the rest of the lads had these two solid custard things and they were great. <laughs> and hers was just like a, a piece of shite coming off and it was breaking. And the, the picture, I think I sent you the photograph of her yeah, with her head great. in the fridge and your man trying to help her out. I was like, do you know what? Yeah a mayor from the second that show started yesterday it was gone it was down to Dave and Peter and I knew uh, you know don't get me wrong I have I think yeah Dave you know we've joked from the very beginning he left his wife for six weeks when she was pregnant <laughs> and you know we've had a bit of a joke here and there you've always been like oh perfect Peter to be fair to him he's such a perfectionist bless him um, but you know just you want the underdog to win all the time and I think we were all somewhere rooting for Laura a little bit just to be like ah go on girl show them but it was it was literally a two a two horse race from very early on wasn't it I think there would have been riots in Channel 4 yeah. if she had won <laughs> if she even had to come second last night like I actually think she was just there for comedic for comedic value by the end of it because I think at one stage Prue uh, Prue said something near the end to her and I think Noel Fielding also said something to her going, look, let it go. It's all about the next cake. If you nail this, you could win it. And I went, oh, interesting words. Like Noel went on a big speech and then Prue was really reassuring. And then she made a ball to that again. I was like, oh, for God's sake. I was like, I wonder are Lottie, are, you know, Linda, are all these people really pissed off? Mac, Mark, the two Marks, are they really annoyed? Like, how did she? Remember Sura from back in the day when she yeah. said she's never going to touch chocolate ever again? <laughs> Can you imagine her looking at Laura going, I'm such a good cook. How dare Laura? How dare she? But yeah, I. in all fairness, I loved Laura. I think she was the most real out of them all. I think yes, she gave last night's episode a tiny bit of sparkle to the fact did. of 2020 is shit. And, and she just is. the whole idea, you know, emotions were running so high. There was tears after the very first challenge and you can totally understand the frustration of that. Like it reminded me, I remember, sorry, no, not, not like this is not the same comparison, but you know when you're just so stressed out nothing's going right? Like <laughs> I remember way back in school, I quick story, I adored tech graphics, right? It was my favourite subject. And you know the way you have bands in secondary school, you had to pick your subjects based on these different bands? Yeah. You needed language and all that kind of rubbish, right? So I basically was in a situation where I couldn't do what was then called in the later cycle or the later whatever it's called like in fifth and sixth year I couldn't do tech gra- um, t- or as it was known DCG because it wasn't in the right band so my parents realized you know I, I was like media graphic design they were like my two things so like I am um, I was really thinking about doing it so I did DCG outside school and had um, my teacher tutored me outside of school and like I put my back into it. I was like, I really want the A in this, you know, really worked my backside off. My poor parents spending money on fecking grinds to make this work. And on the day, a question came up that I'd done a million times and I drew it out the wrong way. And, you know, with one of these questions, it takes like 25 minutes to set up your drawing. And it was only when I got to actually putting the drawing together that I realized I'd made a mistake so early on and looking at the clock like... <laughs> 
looking at the clock, I had balled it. Like there was no going back. I like I had to move on. And I knew there and then you've if you pass this, it'll be a miracle. And I remember walking out and my teacher who was tutoring me, being like, How did it go? And I was like, I balled it, like it's done, it's over. <laughs> and I felt like that feeling Laura had last night, just she just balls it. Didn't in she? the fridge, head in the fridge going, do you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to cool my face down. Screw that. <laughs> when Laura's head was in the fridge last night, I thought of that day walking out of that exam going, no. <laughs> with, your tech, with your tech graphing compass and your... Uh, um, the my little um, T-square in hands. <laughs> my T-square between my legs. <laughs> <laughs> and the Ar- what's the Ireland thing? The Ireland pencil case, you know, that had the... Oh, the of course. Comp- yeah. <laughs> oh, the You've just put me flashbacks <laughs> to being in this class. That is brilliant. That is brilliant. <laughs> then oh. we moved on to the walnut whirls. I couldn't believe the amount of people that had walnuts in their house last night. Nobby like, did, didn't he? Did yeah, he mention he was, that? He was the start of it. I thought they were back in the 90s, you know, and nobody else had them, bar, you know, the shops that had the cough drops in them. I thought they were, you know, the only places that had walnut whips. Apparently, Little sell them, Aldi sell them, MS sell them, Tesco sell them. Yeah, and he found them. Like he like, how do you find these in your house? I know if there's chocolate in this house, I know which oh, press oh, they're in. <laughs> there's no chocolate here that's not like I can't find. I know exactly accounted where for. it is. Yeah, every piece of chocolate in this house is accounted for. Absolutely. Oh God. But yeah, so again. I found mad about that. I think I was telling you this earlier on. You know the temperature gauge that you'd stick into a chicken or you'd stick into chocolate uh-huh. to see how hot it was? It was 34 degrees without them sticking it into anything. Jeez. So can you imagine the ovens, the plastic of the white tent? Because this light, something mm. has me in science that white and light is very I always hot. feel like that might be black though, that it, it attracts the sun. Oh, is it, it, it does white bounce it back? <laughs> but I feel like someone listening to me doesn't let us know but I feel like I remember that <laughs> being a child on holidays don't wear black it'll attract the sun and white Do you know what you're right you're absolutely right and I used to but give you know, out Crossy, because... what are you like in the heat because you know the way like particularly at the moment when people can't travel everyone's saying oh, I'd love a bit of sun I'd love a bit of sun I don't know about you but I always think I love the sun and then when it gets really hot even when we have an Irish heat wave I'm so moody like the heat really stresses I love me naps the times. I love naps and all of a sudden I'm missing the heat because I'm on naps and I'm like what am I doing I was like I've wanted this all the time and now I'm closing the blinds and I'm closing the windows yeah. and I'm just going for it yeah I'm the exact I can't same. cope with the heat at all I can't cope being sweaty I really don't like it at oh, all gross and yeah, then no, to, not, add, not to, to add to it to add to it the people so Laura and Dave and Peter would have had to do that on two sh- on two shoots but they had to wear the exact same clothes for Ew. two days can you imagine yeah. the sweat no thank you no thank you yeah. so yeah the wall- I always just think even when you're on holidays and you're lying on the beach getting a bit of sun like you're used like I okay I'll speak for myself I'm useless like someone says do you want to go and get a bottle of water from the top and I'm like I can't I'm so tired from the sun like I'm <laughs> fresh paper under in that tent yesterday like it was just so hot oh Bad. god let's just get the tomato sandwiches and all that and just eat them instead you know yeah, when your man don't. makes it <laughs> <laughs> um, so go on we're at this this middle point uh, the walnut worlds again uh, poor Laura didn't have a good round here did she again just uh, I just think at this stage now she should have just said right lads I'm tapping out you two guys congratulations it's between the two years because if I win now there's going to be war um, it just I don't know it, I I just felt that at that stage I was like Laura. I kind of got I'm not annoyed. I would have loved to see maybe somebody else being put in there. Like who who else would have been a dark horse? Maybe the Mark, the Northern Mark, would he've been great? 
Yeah, do you know what? He he. I feel like he went way too early. I can't remember what let him down in the end. It was so many weeks ago at this stage. But yeah. And again, Ermine comes to mind. So you're sitting there last night going, Ermine would have killed this. She is the, the, the worthy winner, if not for Peter. I would have loved her to win it. I think, you know what, she would have been happy. And that would mean, I, I know Prue said to, said to Laura about her efforts. She was like, there's nothing wrong with your baking. And I'm kind of going, yeah, you're just a messy cook. You're just like the rest of us. You're not you're not a baker. You're just. And I think the thing about Laura, like, again, leaving Sir's DCG exam, she kept saying, I just need more time. I just need more time. <laughs> that was me with that bloody exam to this day. It annoys me. Um, but yeah, I do think if she just had, she always just needs that extra 10 minutes to get the presentation right. And she never has the extra 10 minutes to get the presentation right, you know? I'd love to know what she's like. And jo- oh, actually, do you know what the one thing I didn't notice as well? She was the only one in all the episodes who cursed. Oh, really? I've no- there was a couple of beeps. I've noticed the beeps because I'm all- I'm always looking- I'm a celebrity and all that as well. And if I if I ever had to do one of those trials, I'd be f this, f that. Can't believe this. I'd be c words. I'd be every single word. And she and was not the c word. You wouldn't. Oh, I would be everything. I would be everything. And I just realised that they don't curse. And Laura was the only one that constantly. There was a couple of beeps last night. I was like, oh, I'd say she's feisty now. I had this conversation with my housemates the other day that you just sometimes when someone has a conversation about cursing, you really feel bad about yourself going, I curse too much. I need to stop that. It's very hard to get out of when it's part of your natural speech. Like, you know, it's it's not good. Like, It's actually something we all need to be aware of. Certainly me. Oh, yeah. I saw Ray Shah from Big Brother in Ranala three weeks ago. I was going for a walk. He has a shop there and he was like, God, I think it's going to rain. And I went, oh, for it's gonna and I cursed three times in one sentence and only the horrified look of a lady in front of me walking towards me that I realized that I roared across the street to him and said the f word three times I was like shite but yeah you feel like such like a horrible person I was it's like blessings of God yeah blessings of God yeah and I kept walking on the phone and you're you throw out an f word on the phone to someone like just oh you here today oh, oh yeah <laughs> effing rain and or effing whatever and then you're, like, you're on the phone so you're kind of distracted and you don't realise that like there's a parent and a child walking past you <laughs> yeah anyway oh, yeah. back to Bake Off who certainly wouldn't curse I don't think is Peter do you know what let's talk about him as a whole you know I I think I, I was very much about, oh Peter oh Peter oh Peter but you were only then, having the crack you didn't mean a single bit of badness in not him. in a badness like, with him he was just God love him he's no no he's just so I think the whole time it was just what were we comparing like it was almost like you know that person in school that's just really good at everything but they're actually really sound as well he's so young I think it's incredible um, spoiler ahead but the youngest ever winner I mean that in itself deserves a, like a huge medal like that's such an achievement uh, to have like we've always said and you've always said as well like such little life experience versus previous bakers and previous winners but to think at 20 years old he's won Bake Off I mean it's like amazing wholesome which I, I yeah. put him as that like at the very end of it when he rang his family and I don't know what it was I just I just pictures of myself ringing somebody years ago about something going are you there I did it and I, I, from then, so 10 minutes before it ended, I followed him on Instagram and I started getting emotional. I was like, what's happening to me? What's wrong with me? I don't know where it came from, what had happened. I'm not usually like this when series ends, but, you know, the way he was talking about his family or missing it, the way he was talking about, you know, that he started watching that and he was naming the episodes that he loved and the photographs that were able to back this up about his cooking. Emma, he, it just broke me. It broke me. I know. 
And they all just seem like such good friends. And you know what was interesting as well? This whole series, I've said oftentimes as being a first time ever viewer of Bake Off, that you get these tiny little behind the curtain looks at their personal lives. You know, not in such a way that you would in other reality TV shows. Uh, but you get these tiny little slices of, of their personal lives. And then it's only when you get to the end and you see their reactions to each other winning or Mr. Bung goes home that you think they have some bond. That they're all getting so upset when someone leaves. And, um, and then on top of that last night, we will get to the montage that had millions of people bawling their eyes out crying um, but <laughs> just to get to know them that little bit more and make them even more real it was yeah it was really really like hats off to the production crew they did a great job and the whole, yeah and the very like the very can we talk about the very end of it with Dave right let's do it Dave the very end of it you get to meet his brand new baby oh. little baby as they described future star baker oh that part of it I just was like are you crying no are you and i'm like yes oh i was re- it really got me even for dave because i honest to god thought dave was going to stab peter when peter won you know at the end of it where he was no. like yeah i'm really happy for him i part of me was like you're not happy for him but i think i know but i'd say do you know what though it is it's so like i i was watching his reaction as well because we're all like we're all assholes and we all do that we all go and straight away you know <laughs> analyze the reaction of the person who didn't win or, or came in second place or whatever but I just thought like he held his own he must have been crushed to get so close and to hear um, you know that it was the closest ever final and the hardest decision the judges ever had to make like you have to feel hard done by a little bit to be that neck and neck yeah yeah Uh, Laura last night tweeted how beautiful was that ending I can't believe it's over I feel so blessed and so incredibly proud of everyone who managed to make it happen huge congratulations Peter Lottie and I clocked you as winner from day one that's um, if that's true that's amazing. Yeah, no, it is. It's totally amazing. And again, I, Twitter and uh, I could see Bake Off were kind of resharing the praise for the whole team who who pulled this off. What a fantastic achievement to put on this show in the middle of a pandemic. Just what we all needed this year and a well-deserved winner. Someone else saying thank you to everyone involved in, in competing, filming and the production for isolating for six weeks. Bake Off has got so many of us through such a miserable time. It means so much to all of us. And another tweet from Bake Off I loved that they quote tweeted, uh, a girl Abby tweeted saying, Peter saying he's going to put his great British bake-off cake stand in a student house is the bravest thing I've ever heard and they quote <laughs> and they quote tweeted saying some heroes don't wear capes so I'm, I'm looking at another tweet here now so it's a picture and the quote is I'm a bake-off nerd I think 12 year old Peter would be in awe and there's a picture of him with a cake at 12 years of age and then a picture of him with his little with his trophy Oh, oh the more I think about it, the more I'm like, Do you know what? I'm happy he won it. I, I, I am. I'm happy he yeah. won it. I really From am. The day I, one, he just gave it 150, and like his creativity was just impeccable. And you can know he studied for it. He did. Like he, there was a couple of mentions I think throughout the series where he'd say, "I practiced this at home. I practiced this." Like he really wanted it. So yeah, fair play to him. And before we finish, we need we a couple of things to talk about. One is Rowan has learned how to make his own waistcoats and oh, the picture stop, yeah. and the montage. <laughs> and then Linda, as soon as it was over, Linda fecked off to Spain and that's where she's been since yeah, the end of it right. so dead so right. good before we go uh, Podgy has been on a couple of times throughout our season talking about the Bake Off and he's got a final recap of what he thinks and what he thought about last night's Bake Off well lads I hate to say I told you so but I had Peter picked from the start now didn't I little perfect Peter now fair play to him he was the best I think overall but 
Dave must be sick, what? Dave on his best day is nearly, nearly good enough to draw with Peter on a bad day. That's a shocker for him, isn't it? And Laura, poor old Laura, like we all love Laura, but Jesus, she must have to change her T-shirt after brushing her teeth. The bleeding mess of her! Anyway, good ending to it, wasn't it? Good luck to you! And that's it. Oh, Podgy, thank you. And that's it. Of course, on Friday morning with the TV guide. What are we going to do next, Crossy? We'll have to get mad into something else at some stage soon. Mad into it, of course, we'll be back at some point soon. Someone in FM 104 will surely get obsessed with something new. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Uh, I've really enjoyed this. And Crossy, yeah, thank you, man. I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) See you tomorrow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Ina Garten. Welcome to Be My Guest, the podcast. One of the best gifts you can give friends is spending time together. But what's even better than that? Cooking with them. On Be My Guest, the podcast, new friends and old stop by my barn for some conversation and great cooking. We talk about food, life, and everything in between. Listen to Be My Guest, the podcast with me, Ina Garten, and join us wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.